0: Good morning and welcome to PSJA Java Chat, your morning chat with your favorite PSJA ISD Instructional Technology Integration Specialist, where we discuss edtech tools and trends with invited guests and, of course, our morning coffee. In Episode 5 of Java Chat, we talk with educator Valerie Hernandez. She's a STEM teacher of Vela Middle School. She explains how Project STEM, Amazon Future Engineers, and Gamification adds some extra sparkle to her daily lessons. Plus, here, how Valerie plans to use her new Oculus gadgets in the classroom.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of our PSJ Java Chat, where we get to explore uh, what some of our educators are doing in their classroom when it comes to educational technology. And we get to know the, the teachers a little bit better. Uh, So today our special guest is Valerie Hernandez. She is at Vela Middle School. Uh, She is a STEM teacher over there. And today we're going to get to know her a little bit better. And we're going to get to see what she does in the classroom and what kind of ed tech um, she she uses on a daily basis. And so welcome, Valerie. Thank you uh, so much for being here.
2: Good morning, everybody. Thank you for having me
1: awesome yeah we're so appreciative of you being here valerie uh thank you so much uh so let me let me start off uh let me start off the little presentation here so uh just to kind of break the ice we want to know you know personally what is your favorite technology technology to use daily
2: okay so on a daily basis to create visuals i would say i rely heavily on canva um i like the the diversity, I love all the different features. I love how you can, it, it seamlessly uh, streamlines into almost anything that you're doing. Um, it really helps to create um, different experiences for the kids to be able to connect with the material at, at different levels. And the other one that I rely heavily on is land school. Now that I'm teaching principles of information technology, being able to share my screen and see what the kids are doing, um, it, it it helps me to see, okay, who's getting it, who's not getting it. But I never really thought much of like, what's land school, what's it for? And wow, I, I love that. I can, you know, send a quick message to the kids, like I'm watching you, I see what you're doing, <laughs> do you need help, hey, <laughs> close your other browser, or I can go in and close it. So I like that part.
1: Oh, great. Uh, a super quick follow-up. What was the last thing that Yale worked on with when using Canva?
2: With Canva, like, Today that uh, we're gonna be testing Telpas, um, I had a sub, so I left like a slideshow that pretty much tells the kids, this is what you're doing today. This is what I expect of you. These are the, the what you can do, what you can't do. So it it makes it easy for me to create a lesson plan for the substitute. And it's very easy to leave a really nice presentation for the kids to be seen. And the sub doesn't really have to do much, just display it. This is what you need to do.
1: Great, yeah. thanks for sharing Valerie. There's so much to do with Canva. We love it and we love that you're using it.
0: Canva's awesome. Yes, so, it is. Next question. Now talking about your expertise with technology. We heard that you got some Oculus for your classroom. How do you plan to implementing the usage of these Oculus in the class?
2: Oh my gosh, that was like once I finally got the approval or got the notice, I was like, okay, where do I start now? Um, I'm definitely gonna reach out to some of our our techie people from other districts to see how they're implementing it. But my goal is to um, have the students code of course and and try to build like minecraft style um the kids are really good at creating apps so i would like for them to create like a sustainable city using coding um i also want to do a lot of virtual field trips we're in an area where the kids don't often have the opportunity to see a lot of the things that other you know, people get to see. So I want to be able to expose them to a lot of things that they wouldn't normally get to see, uh, like different uh, field trips to like, I want to see the Tesla factory. I want to see Amazon web services. I want to see like all those things. And, you know, contacting those people, they're very, they have very open relationships with the districts to, to ha- give us those experiences. So I'm excited for them to have a hands-on virtual
0: experience. And of course, for gaming. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, okay. I, I was reading something that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, and and uh, so did you got them through through uh like a grant I did, or?
2: I did the donors choose thing. Uh. I needed keyboards and, you know, the mouse sets for the classroom. And at the last minute, I was like, I'm going to throw in the Oculus. It was (laughs) the last day of the project. And I was like, I don't know. maybe I need to archive this and do the Oculus separate Uh because, you know, one's a, a super need and the other one's just kind of like a want. And at the end, Texas Gas Services came in with the last chunk of donation. And I was so excited when I got the news
0: congratulations that is so awesome and did you get thank the new you. oculus threes or or the oculus two so what was
2: i believe it's the two because the three wasn't out yet when i did the proposal oh. if not i would have totally done <laughs> yeah <I> like. one.
0: <laughs> awesome thank you for sharing yes i'm excited
3: we're so excited Valerie to hear um everything that you're doing you know with your students and Marco uh, talks highly of you and he tells us about some of the projects you're doing and He's mentioned the Project STEM. So I'm wondering if uh, you would please explain to us what is the Project STEM Amazon Future Engineers and how do you use that in your classroom?
2: Oh my gosh, it is an amazing um, opportunity. What Amazon Future Engineers does is um, they try to work with like the Title I schools. So they have an application that you fill out PSJA, pretty much every school would would qualify, but what it is is they give you a comprehensive curriculum um, that exposes students to coding, um, different types of technology, and they're very high interest level celebrities, um, companies that do the like the media pieces for the for the daily lesson. Uh, and so the kids, it, it captivates them because it shows basketball players, the presidents, it shows all kinds of people and how they use technology. Um, it has like the built-in sustainability component. So it is in there. Like it has the media piece. It has everything that you would want, like in a SIF protocol, it's built in, it is built in, it has positive reinforcement it has that SEL component and, uh, it has for elementary levels middle and high school so it, i love that it has for every age level um, another good thing about it is that it, it has um the ai component they're updating you know every every school year they update it and they add a lot of new things now they've um come together with code.org so it's all amazon now amazon web services amazon is kind of like um joining everything together and not taking over, but I guess uh, reinforcing it and complementing it. They're joining forces.
3: Yeah, it sounds great. Like, and I love the part that it's high interest, you know, it's current with the the celebrities that the kids will be familiar with. That sounds really neat. And And um, go ahead.
2: Another amazing thing is that it shows a lot of women in STEM, a lot of women in coding, and a lot of different uh, diverse sets of people that, would normally have the opportunity and it shows like their success stories like if if you doubt that you can get here this is what I had to go through to get there and and it's good because it gives a lot of the students that exposure and that hope oh, cool. that hey I, I have the opportunity to do this I can do this
3: yeah and you mentioned that it talks about like different careers kind of that are using that technology so that's perfect um, and it's bringing yes. in the current AI awesome that sounds like a great program I'm glad your students are uh, getting exposed to that through you
1: Thanks. Hey, hey, Valerie, so I know you mentioned earlier uh, in our first question that I know you, you use Canva a lot and, uh, and that that's a great tool that you use daily. What are some of your other favorite tech tools that you've utilized when you're teaching in the classroom?
2: Okay, so that's really difficult because it's, it's something, GimKit for assessment, definitely. Um, I love GimKit because uh, it has a balance of the game, the gaming and the, the questioning and the reports are, are very, the comprehensive—that's another thing you can do on Donors Choose. You can have somebody pay for your Gimkit. That way, you don't have to worry about that expense. Oh, or nice. I usually send the link to my husband, and then he'll cover it or whatever. And it's really <laughs> cheap to do it for the year. Um, but the reports, once you do the upgraded version, are very um, precise, and it gives you an in-depth look at you know how the data is going to drive your your next lesson what, what the kids are really lacking. And of course, they have fun while they're playing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that—that's uh, a good way to end it because the last time that I was there, when they were playing Game Kit, like everybody was having so much fun in your class. It was so, it was so awesome to watch.
2: Yeah, they—they, they, I love that it allows them to communicate like they're talking to each other they're strategizing so in ways that they don't even think they're doing like they're all trying to work as a team or they split up into two groups because it's opposing teams but they have they have a strategy they start talking about hey well let's do this and let's do that and then eventually they kind of like all get they know which ways to to be the best so they take the game to new levels and the creators are so good about expanding like a game within a game. So the kids never, I guess they're always looking for a, a new way to master the game because there's always new things.
1: Nice. Yeah, and, and, and I do like how you played with them. That was really cool Yes, too. absolutely,
2: gotta show them. I know too.
0: So my next question might have to do with what happened yesterday here at FAR. So I don't know how how, how bad it was over there in Alamo, but how would you improvise a lesson without technology when it comes to unavailable?
2: when it comes to okay this happens it happens a lot um one of the things that i do when we're out of technology is i always have a set of um card that's laminated super old school and uh, a bunch of expos so if if it's like a quiz or something i'll have them do the the answers like on a, on the on the the laminated sheet. And it's like, I don't have to buy whiteboards, just use the expos and, you know, I'll do the game or the four corners. Uh, I'll have them turn and talk that way they can, you know, have a discussion about whatever it is that where we left off, you know, that way they can, I can see who who understands what we were learning and, and who still needs a little extra help and they help each other. They learn from each other. I love that.
0: Awesome. Thank you for sharing. That's a great way to do it. Thanks.
3: And that kind of moves into our next question, which is about like technology versus uh, our more traditional methods of learning with paper and pencil. I mean, there is a time for that. Is there a time um, when you or do you think that technology is more beneficial in student learning than the old method of paper and pencil? Like, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Absolutely. I do feel that we still need to, there are some components where they, they need to kind of plan and design and think about what they're gonna use the technology for like when they're doing telpas or when they're doing uh, some kind of a a short constructed response they do need to you know write before they type but what I've seen in the past is when you allow kids to use um, the option of recording themselves or to create like a canva or like a flip or um, some kind of recording or, or digital or even scratch. I love scratch. Um, the students can show you how much they understand at an even deeper level that than a paper pencil test would give them. They show you how much their knowledge is. They may not be strong at communicating paper pencil or even speaking it, but when you allow them to create and build and design things, they show you that they understand more than what they're being tested on. So I love that component that they're able, they're able to communicate in their own way. and I like to use that. you know I like to use a lot of the, the project learning because it, it allows them to express themselves in, in their way, their strength so that everybody has a chance to to show what they know and, and their strengths.
3: I love that because not every student um, is good with the, uh, you know, multiple choice paper and pencil right, and you're, right. you're you know, you're giving them the opportunity to actually like show you. And I love that you said that they get you see the deeper understanding that they have with right. that. So 100 um, percent, I see that there is the use for technology. And I mean, our babies are starting, you know, from baby now, like they're, you know, they're <laughs> they know what devices are. Yes. So it's the so it's it's like our cultural change of teaching has to include technology now. Otherwise, That's we're crazy. behind. I don't know if That's you agree crazy. with that.
2: I do agree with that. It's it can be um, difficult to get everybody on board, and you know, because as a teacher, you know what you've used in the years past and what's successful for the kids, mm-hmm. but you also need to realize that. They're like snowflakes. Every year you get a new batch of kids and you can't use the same anchor charts. You can't use the same tools with the kids because they're different. And you really need to be cognizant of that when you receive your new students every year. Look at their data first because they're going to learn differently and, and not everything's going to work for them. You know, it everything's evolving and you have to keep up with it.
3: I love I, that that you compared them to snowflakes. So thank you, Valerie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a good segue for for the next question because we're you know we've come a long way since um, you know since 2020 and now we're a one to one district and I think and I think most of the districts here in the valley are one to one district as far as technology goes. Um, so so you know we we have the assumption that we're all using technology, but that's not necessarily the case. So I wanna know, what what advice do you have for an educator who might be reluctant to uh, integrate technology into their classroom?
2: Um, advice that I give is, I usually try to explain how it's gonna benefit the student and how it's gonna save you time. You wanna pick a tool, start small, start with one thing, get familiar with it. Um, you do have to, Take some of your time. A lot of people are like, as soon as I get home, it's just my home time. And But in order for your kids to really bloom and to make your own job easier, you're going to have to, you know, give a little bit of your time to get familiar with all the ins and outs. And I ask them, you know, ask me, ask somebody for help. You know, I'll show you if you want to come watch how I use it. That's another way that I try to convince them. Like, I'll show you how I do it. If you need help, I'll go help you in your room. You know, whatever. Is gonna help them uh, because at the end of the day, you're you're trying to do what's best for this for the kiddos. You know what's gonna help them, and you don't want to pick something that's gonna overwhelm you either, and that makes your job harder. You're gonna try to use something that's gonna help you help you grade, help you look at data. You know something to help you and the kids.
0: Wow, that was deep, and and it's just yeah. I guess teachers just need to be able to see. The students with the technology usage and the excitement that they get, and how they feel more comfortable than regular methods, and how it doesn't work anymore, is like we were at a at a at a training last week, and one of the things that stuck with me, I'm like, it. it it's not much of a, a huge segue, but I'm like, we're when talking about AI and how we're all scared about AI and people like that, and it was like, if the only AI you're using is Amazon Alexa, then you're using your grandpa's AI. You need to not be scared of the new things that are out there. And exactly. I am super proud of you. I know that all three of us are super proud of you. And a bunch of PSJs proud of you. And Thank you. with this pride that we have on Valerie Hernandez, because you, you just showed how amazing you are. Can you share with us what has been your proudest moment in using technology?
2: One of my proudest moments has been um, a school project that we had as a campus to create a sustainable city. Um, the kids kind of came together and they they all joined forces and they I volunteered my time because it was so awesome to watch them build a sustainable city on Minecraft, download the different files and put them into a merge cube. So, you know, th- there was a rubric. All the all the middle schools had this uh, competition um, on building a sustainable city, like an actual model. And these kids took it to another level and they made a 3D version of the whole city that they had done um, paper models on, you know, and that kind of helped support the sustainable cause because they didn't use any paper or materials they did it all on the computer and you know when the presenters uh, when the judges came to see they were holding the cubes and with their with their phone they were able to see the buildings and the city on all the levels and and they could see inside the windows and the, the kiddos used so many details within each thing that it was it was really fascinating to see the effort that they put into it, the possibilities that that they took it to, and I learned so much about downloading other files that I had never learned about, which was the Minecraft style of files like okay (laughs) I had to learn and it was interesting it's really good to see them using 3D models and that's another tool that I really like and I think it would benefit like our science teachers the merge cube when it comes to biology and cells and it has so many things you know I hope that that's probably going to be my next project on getting some kind of um, grant from them because they're they're their licenses are pretty pricey and i i want my <laughs> yeah. students to have access to that so bad so that they can you know learn it on that level wow
0: what what were what, what, you using the minecraft edu on like district yes. computers wow yes. so cool awesome yes. thank you so much wow. valerie for sharing that,
1: that's that's wow. amazing valerie cuz you're you're having the students create they're doing sustainability they're using technology that's like uh, that's some like really high order um, learning and thinking and things like that. So that is awesome what you what you are doing over there at Vela Middle School. And so we can we can only hope that that kind of uh, teaching and learning you know kind of spreads throughout the district. So thank you so much. Um, we just want to say, Valerie, thank you so much for for being with us today. Thank you for being here and sharing uh your thoughts on education your thoughts on technology uh how you use technology into the classroom and so uh psj is very thankful to have somebody like you in the district and uh we're glad that we were able to highlight some of the things that you've done today
2: thank you and i it's 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 i'm very honored to do it and i always um have the mindset and like again going back to the reluctant teachers i always i uh, want Teachers, to remember, like, what if, what if that was your child? What would you want for your mm-hmm. child? What would you want for your your student, your family? What would you have wanted as a student? What what kind of things would you have wanted for yourself? You know, and that really opens a lot of eyes to, like, okay. I need to step it up because you know what what if this was my child like would I want my child to be shortchanged or what do I want to give them the opportunity you don't want to hinder their opportunities on your lack of wanting to learn something new you know so the more you learn the more the kids learn and it helps them
3: Agreed. Agreed.
1: Agree.
0: Thank (laughs) you. And the the more you try to teach the students now, I'm like, how amazing is it? Like, you were just telling us that when doing the microSD, you were learning so much from it because of trying to teach the the students. So, to me, it's like, how cool is it that you're able to even gain more knowledge? Because we're lifelong learners and we learn from the kids more more nowadays now, too. So, that's awesome.